What is up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah hey. and Terrence. Okay. All right, so if you are wanting to avoid uh, spoilers for Final Fantasy VII Remake, and there are legitimate spoilers for this game that is 23 years old, um, skip ahead 10 minutes, let's say. We'll, we'll, we'll put the hard clock on 10 minutes. Um, to talk about. So that, that 10 minutes starts now. 52 hours, 48 minutes, 49 seconds. That's how long it took me to get through this game. Uh, I like Final Fantasy VII. Um, I, I like it. I, I love the way it plays. Um, there's, there's some serious pacing issues especially chapters like 16 oh. and 17. Oh, do you think there's pacing issues in a game that you had to spend 52 hours in Midgar? In? Do you think that might be something that's a possibility? It is. Uh, it's, it's, uh, it's wild, but it's, it, you know, for, for 90% of this game, uh, I, I equated it when I first started playing to the novelization of a movie. Right, like if Final Fantasy VII, the game that came out twenty some odd years ago, is the movie. This is the novelization of that movie. It's a little longer, a lot longer. It goes into a lot of detail and minutia that you might find interesting. You might think makes the game bloated, right? But it is there. And then you get to the end, and what? <laughs> so. The ending of this game, you fight Sephiroth, which is weird because I don't remember even seeing Sephiroth 20 some odd years ago in the Midgard portion, right? Uh, you fight a lot of people that you don't fight in the game, right? You fight Rufus in this game. Uh, you, fought, you, fought, you fought Rufus for five minutes in, in the original. No, uh, you fight you fight in Midgard? Mm-hmm. You fight Rufus yeah, and Darkstar. Yeah, when and, he comes in on the helicopter, um, you okay. fight him in his office, and then he runs away like a chicken shit. So Okay, well, you fight him on the helipad here, and Rufus is just, he's got the weirdest outfit on, man. He's got like, he's got like a coat with like, he looks like an, he looks like an edgelord, right? Uh, but not the king of the edgelord. You fight the king of the edgelords after that fight. Um, the game gets really like boss heavy at the end. Like it's like a gauntlet. And then you get to, you fight Sephiroth. You're like, well, why do you fight Sephiroth? Well, throughout the game, there have been these things called whispers throughout the game. These shadowy spirits. They, uh, for, for white people, they look like, um, the, the, the things from, um, Lord of the Rings, and for black people, they look like the the dark specters that take you, that drag the bad guys to hell and ghosts, right? Because Whoopi Goldberg's like, mm, you in danger, girl. And all the black people, uh, uh, the black guy who who killed Patrick Swayze, he gets taken away by them by them dark apparitions, no pun intended, and. <laughs> and and they're throughout the game and sometimes you have to fight them sometimes they don't do anything um but there's a reason why they're there uh in the shinra office uh in in the in the game before 
President Shinra is killed by a, a, a six foot tall uh, uh, Masamune samurai sword. This time, you just straight up see Sephiroth stab the dude in the back, right? But he also stabs Barrett in the chest, and Barrett dies. But what? Well, <laughs> Barrett, hang, hang, hang on, Terrence. Buck, buck, <laughs> buckle your safety belt. <laughs> Bar- Barrett dies, but one of these whispers comes and brings Barrett back to life because Barrett is not supposed to die. So these whispers, as it turns out, are trying to make sure that the game you're playing happens the same way it did 23 years ago. These whispers, but Sephiroth is here and he's trying to make sure, he's trying to stop it. And then you see a flashback of, or is it? A, all right, look, look. This game has multiple timelines now, right? Final <laughs> Fantasy VII exists <laughs> on multiple planes of existence, right? And from what I can gather, there are three different planes of existence. One, the original game that played out exactly the way you remember it. Uh, this, the PS4 timeline in which Sephiroth and Aerith more, most likely know what happened in the PS4 in the PS1 timeline, but Sephiroth is trying to stop it. Much like Thanos in Endgame, he's like, hmm, they're trying to, these heroes aren't trying to stop me. They're trying to stop something that I have done. Sephiroth tries to undo what happened in the PS1 timeline, in the PS4 timeline. But there's another timeline (laughs) that is the PS1 timeline, but Zack lives. Zack is the character who, Zack is one of Cloud's cohorts. Zack dies and Cloud picks up Zack's buster sword. The same buster sword that you see Cloud with is Zack's buster sword. Right. And, and you know, he gets experimented on Ho- by Hojo and Zack's memories and Cloud's memories are kind of the same, but they're different. It is, he's alive, but Zack's not supposed to be alive because if Zack is alive, then the events of Final Fantasy, the PS1 version, don't play out the way they're supposed to. So there's the, there's the three different timelines. You're fighting these whispers because these whispers are trying desperately to keep the PS1 timeline the way it's supposed to be. But you kill the whispers and now shit is just like, oh shit, oh, oh well, uh, we don't know what's happening now. And Aerith is like, yo, before you go and fight Sephiroth, you need to know that I don't know what's about to happen here. And you see flashbacks of things that happened in the PS1 timeline. Like you see uh, uh, Cloud uh, at the pool, right? Where he normally has Aerith, who has just been murdered. But you don't see Aerith, right? You don't see Aerith because, because maybe she dies. Maybe she doesn't. Who knows? Nobody knows. You go, you fight Sephiroth to a stalemate. Then Sephiroth teleports you to the fucking moon or whatever and, and to the edge of creation. And, and he's, he's like, hey, basically, it, they replay the, the fight from 
the end of the PS1 version, only Sephiroth has a shirt on this time before he was like, oh, I'm gonna take my fucking shirt off because I'm fucking I'm fucking hot, right? And 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 this is the fight that they have in that time period only sped up, right? Uh, but but no, Sephiroth knows that he's supposed to die right then. So he's like, nah, not today, Cloud. Bam, get out of my face, right? You didn't want to make a deal with me to change destiny. So, and this is this is some more shit. Destiny and fate and fate, destiny and the destiny of fate and all this bullshit, right? Yo, it's wild. It's wild. But there are three different times. There's multiple timelines now in Final Fantasy VII. And there are three different timelines that I can that I can piece together, right? The the PS1, the PS4, and the PS1, but Zach is alive, so who the fuck knows? And and it just kind of ends. Like Yeah, it's like, it's like like you, you step through a time portal and it's like roll credits, see you next time in three years or yeah. whatever the fucking game comes out. Yeah. Because Cloud wants to kill Sephiroth, and and everyone else is like all right, fuck it. I'm embarrassed. Like, well, if he wants to destroy the planet, well, any enemy on the planet is an enemy of mine. <laughs> so, um, so I'm just going to go and help you murder this guy who's trying to destroy the planet. And it's so it's weird, but I don't hate it. I'm actually kind of I'm of two minds, right? Like, I love the idea of subverting fans' expectations. And no, nah, this is something that's going to be new, right? This isn't Final Fantasy Remake. It's like, it's not Final Fantasy Remake Episode 1. It's, it's, it's literally Final Fantasy has been remade, right? It's, it's Final Fantasy reimagined. And, and, I, and I am excited at the possibility of changing this story, right? But... At the same time, I was I, I like that concept. But at the same time, I really like the concept of the first Kingdom Hearts, and then they just <laughs> went batshit crazy. So, so I'm I'm expecting a ton of fucking bullshit uh, with the next iteration of Final Fantasy. But I will give it a shot. Now, if there's just like a bunch of BS and like that, here's Ansem and Organization 13 and all that shit. If all that shit is in the next version of Final Fantasy VII Reloaded and Final Fantasy VII Revolutions or whatever Matrix bullshit they try, uh, I, I'm going to be out. And like I'm excited, but, uh, but uh, I'm excited as I have ever been for the final fantasy seven story because it's something different. That's, that's the, that was perfect. Cause you, you said that right at 10 minutes. So now people who, who decide <laughs> to skip ahead 10 minutes are going to be like, Oh my God, I wonder what they were talking about. What, <laughs> what, what an insightful thing. Um, I will say without going into more spoiler territory, cause like I said, we're past our 10 minute buffer. Um, I'm surprised more fans didn't, or really any fans. I haven't really seen anyone come out in. Oh, People are people are upset. Oh, people are okay. I haven't yeah, seen people it. People are much. very upset. I have people are much. very upset because you know, right? Because you because you you know it's it's, it's not the this same. isn't what I was promised. Right. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> promised. Yeah, he promised you a remake of a twenty-something year old game. They didn't say they was gonna. It. They didn't they didn't say they wasn't gonna change the story. You got it. You got Cloud and Tifa and Bear. You got it. You got. They said they're gonna redo the Midgar part, and they sure shit redid the Midgar part. So, 
I'm excited for it, but yeah. I'm nervous also. Completely understandable. And this is great now for the for the fans of the series because now um you're gonna get like ten other mini spin-off games on other platforms that are gonna go into <laughs> a bunch of nonsense. <laughs> and it'll probably take twenty years for the third version to come out. Exactly. I would imagine. So <laughs> if it's history, gonna take twenty years and, the indicator. And, like, Two console generations before you finally get the story to be to be completely finished. There you go. That's what they'll do. They'll do like the Yuffie part will be like a like like a like a spinoff game that'll come yeah. out for like for like the iPhone or something like that. <laughs> you can do it all as other bullshit. That's what they'll do. Oh my goodness, uh, Terrence, you have another fighting game to talk about. Uh, the critically acclaimed Power Rangers Battle for the Grid. Yes, um, they had the collector's edition, or whatever you want to call it, for 20. So picked it up. It gives you the access to season one characters, which is three extra characters. Um, I don't know anybody's name in this game. <laughs> Red Ranger, Blue Ranger, Green Ranger, and a bunch of fucking enemies. Um, it's a good game. It's a great fighting game. Um, it's like an old school fighting game. Um, I've watched a, I don't know if, you've, if either of you have watched any tournaments, any gameplay. Um, this Not game... Just- yeah, uh, in this game, I think everyone has a touch of death combo. Jeez. Everyone. Like, if you make one mistake, you're going to lose a character. You just are. Uh, I'm, not, I'm, not that, I'm not at that level yet. Like, I can, give, I can knock off maybe 70% if I touch you. Um, but it's, it's fun. Uh, it's super simplistic. It's got a light, heavy, hard, and a special button. There are no inputs. There are no like special inputs, no dragon punches, no uh, fireballs. It's just forward special, back special, and just special. Mm-hmm. Every character has three specials, uh, one super and one like EX super. Um, but with that setup, like it's pretty intuitive. Like you can pull off some pretty sick shit. Uh, it's very responsive. Um, it's a good game. I'm shocked. <laughs> I mean, it, it started from like it was trash when it first came out. It was like, but the, since it's been out for a year now, uh, so all the updates have improved, improved the game drastically um, to the point where, yeah, it's it's an old school fighting game, I, and and inputs and um, execution is king <laughs> in this game. It's a it's a power range game, but like if you don't execute properly, you're just gonna drop all your combos. It's funny because the I, so I looked up to see who developed it real quick, and the developer is almost like a no-name developer. Like they like before anyway. this, yeah, they the, before this they developed another Power Rangers game, which I'm sure was probably not good. And it was then, it was a um mobile game. And then uh and then a game called Chronoblade, which was a uh, a 2D free-to-play online game is how it's described. It looks like an action RPG is how it was described on online. Um so that's interesting that this, like I said, pretty much no name developer is able to roll out a, uh, by your account, pretty pretty decent fighting game. It's a very good fighting. Um, I, they clearly love the source material, mm-hmm. um, and they use GGPO rollback. The on the online is better than anything Capcom has put out in long in in the last ten years. <laughs> it is. Like remember Skullgirls? Skullgirls is the same shit. GGPO like yeah. that game was really good online. Like. Capcom wants to wanted to create its own online because they they don't want to adopt GGPO for some reason, and it's always garbage. 
but this is like this game. It's almost like playing next to somebody online. It's fucking, and it's Power Rangers. <laughs> are you are you ready to be inundated with Power Ranger fans coming to you to talk about Power Ranger lore with them not paying attention to the fact that you just like good fighting games and they think you're a Power Ranger fan now? But in the group, anywhere. Anyone that's listening to this, they're going they to don't assume. don't come to me about power. <laughs> I watched the first season. I don't know nothing about nothing. I just like fighting games. I don't give a fuck what the property is. If the game is fun, I enjoy it. It's like Dragon Ball. I don't know shit about Dragon Ball, nigga. <laughs> I just I like I just like fighting games. I'd imagine, I'd imagine Power Ranger lore is probably as as or more complicated than Dragon Ball. Lore. There's a story mode in that game. And I'm like, who the fuck is Lord Draken? Apparently, that's Tommy in a different universe. Who <laughs> <laughs> never became good when what's his? I was like, okay, <laughs> whatever, sure, just just let me fight. That's a great game. It's really fun, and it's twenty bucks. There's two seasons though. Seasons are fifteen dollars a piece if you want to unlock the other characters. Well, it's a good thing that you found that because uh, new releases this week. There's nothing. <laughs> there's nothing coming out this week. I mean, there are games coming out, but nothing worth highlighting this week in new releases. It literally nothing. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't shit. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? What's going to be coming out within the next like month or two? Last of Us and Go- and Ghost of Tsushima as well. What when does Ghost of Tsushima come out? Uh, Ghost of Tsushima coming out in July, and then Last of Us is coming out in May or in June, rather. Oh, that's right. So, got that to look forward to. Back. Mm-hmm. So, sure. nothing. To Ghost of Tsushima. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, I don't really care about the Last of Us. I, I saw, like I said, I, I spoiled the, <laughs> the story for Last of Us. I find it funny. Oh, all right. You're gonna have to tell me. I find uh, it very funny. What you happens? Have, you have to tell me what happens um, when we get off, because you know we want to be respectful to the people that have never seen children. Man, um, go to <laughs> YouTube.com/slash/densepixels and subscribe. You can see uh, you can see what, what, what you can see uh, Terrence's background of the week, uh, apropos of uh, of what we were discussing earlier. Uh, it is Midgar, uh, and it's Midgar minus the Sector Seven plate. So you got the uh, you got the Midgar that murdered a bunch of people at the bottom. Well, um, uh, yes, yeah, so, yeah. People who die in the original, maybe they die, maybe they don't. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you can see his background of the week. Uh, he's going to have different ones every week. Uh, I like this 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 gimmick. It's uh it's befitting. Um, go to uh, go go to. You're listening to this on some sort of podcatcher, right? Unless you're uh, watching probably, on YouTube. Unless you're watching on YouTube, uh, but you should listen to it uh, on your cell phone with a podcatcher. Also, you should you should quite frankly take your cell phone and your friend's cell phone and your mom and your dad and your siblings, and you should go to their podcatching app. And subscribe to this show as well as all of the TNP Studio shows, including the Nerd Apocalypse, the flagship show, uh, Black on Black Cinema. Uh, we will be reviewing 
Girls Trip uh, very soon. Coming Distractions, the contemporary movie review uh, show <laughs> podcast when we get uh, to go to movies again. Uh, Whatever the fuck that is. And probably some, some, probably sometime next year. Um, and the weekly preview episode of Look Forward. That preview episode generally cuts off around the 60-minute mark, and I'll tell you why after I tell you to go to densepixels.com slash premium. Uh, for $5 a month or $50 a year, you get access to the premium site of podcasts, including the airing of grievances, our uh, Seinfeld movie review show. Uh, Rest in peace to Jerry Stiller. Uh, no Time to Bleed, our action movie review podcast. Uh, the Men with the Golden Tongues. Uh, it has the most words in the title because it is the best. Uh, but uh, No Slouch, <laughs> Upstage Conversations. You get to hear Carrie uh, uh, speak on, uh, Carrie and, and uh, guests speak on various musicals and movie musicals. Uh, you also get the full episode of the Look Forward Political Podcast. Now, there is a reason that the preview episode stops at around 60 minutes, right? One is to give you a taste of all that wonderful political commentary from Jay, Andy, and sometimes Brad. Now, Brad was on this week. I, I, I just finished listening to it. It was a very excellent episode. But you're going to want to get premium because <laughs> literally at minute 61 and 50 seconds, Brad posits uh, uh, an idea that just gets floated out there about someone in the West Wing maybe needing to, I don't know. Uh, you know what? I don't even want to say it. <laughs> <laughs> nor, nor did I until we crossed the, uh, the Rubicon. <laughs> Of <laughs> 60 minutes. There are certain things that you are not going to hear unless you subscribe. So go to densepixels.com slash premium uh, and subscribe. So uh, we talked about the Power Rangers fighting game. Mortal Kombat 11 ain't done yet either to celebrate. Uh, I guess it's right around their one year anniversary pretty much. Yeah. Um, last June. May or June. Yeah. They're, for the first time ever, they're doing a story expansion for the game. It's called Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath. It's going to have a brand new story uh, that will be sort of an epilogue of sorts uh, to the main story from Mortal Kombat 11. Um, it's also going to, for the first time, correct me if I'm wrong, since Mortal Kombat 2, um, bring back friendships into the game for the first time. So... Instead of uh, ripping, you know, your your opponent's spine from their body, uh, you can do something really nice for them at the end of the match. And those are always very funny. And then finally, uh, this new expansion is also adding a new character. Uh, none other than Peter Weller voiced RoboCop is going to be the newest character uh, in the Mortal Kombat fighting lineup. You guys played Mortal Kombat 11. I did not. Um... No, I didn't. <laughs> oh, I thought I could have sworn you did. Oh, I no, I played, played the I played um the free trial. Okay. Well, Micah played a considerable amount of Mortal Kombat 11. Micah, is this news going to get you back into uh, MK11 to check out the new content? Is you it know, free? Normally, that I don't I, know. Honestly. <laughs> oh, is, oh, it's not free. How much does it cost, Micah? 
normally, so they have free aspects, right? Okay. The friendships are free. Right. And um, I think that's it. Oh, and the stages are free. Okay. The friendships are free. The stages are free. And I believe the stage fatalities are free. Uh, the Deadpool is one of this new stages, the new old stages. Right. Um, and, and they show the fatality. Uh, what is not free is the story content or the three characters, Shiva, Fujin, and Robocop. Now, um, normally I would because the, the Mortal Kombat story is, is stupid, but it harkens back to like the 90s chopsaki, you know, blood sport and big trouble, big trouble in Little China and blood sport and, and enter, enter the dragon had a had an orgy and some weird you know santorum was created and then it grew up it would be mortal Kombat, right and and um the story is is it is what it is i enjoy it but this content is forty dollars? What? <laughs> no. You get story. We don't know how long the story is, and you get three characters. Three characters that I'm not gonna play, right? So uh, now that's for people who already have Mortal Kombat. Dummies like me who already bought it. If you did not, if you do not own Mortal Kombat, you could get. Everything for $60. All of it? Everything Mortal Kombat 11 you can get for $60. So, so if, if I understand what you're saying, uh, you and others like you who purchased Mortal Kombat on release day and then also kicked out an extra $40 for the combat pass to get the new mm-hmm. characters are being punished for your loyalty <laughs> and, and patronage. Whereas yep. people that are late to the dance... Uh, are rewarded with their patience and frugality. Yep. I'm Yo, for real? <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you bought, so you bought, when, wait, when Mortal Kombat 11 came out, the battle pass was how much? Or the, 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 it was like, it was like, was it 20? Isn't that like 20 or 30 bucks? It was like 20 or $30. It was probably 30. On top of the 60? On top of the 60, yes. So you paid about 90 bucks. I paid $90. And I don't know if I could pay. But did that give you like Spawn and all the other niggas? It gave you, yeah, it gave you everything. Oh, it gave you, it gave you everything. Yeah, but, Ter- but Terrence, so does this. Like the sixty dollars right. pack also comes with the extra characters that you paid extra for. With so sixty dollars comes with even this. Yeah, you Yo, get a- you get the Mortal Kombat Eleven Aftermath Collection, which includes Mortal Kombat. 11 aftermath and the combat pack i think that is 40 dollars. the mortal combat 11 aftermath combat pack bundle which is which is there's a bunch of fucking bullshit here (laughs) but it oh and one of them comes with some some extra skins or some shit so there's one that's just the aftermath for people who already have the game there's the there's one with extra skins and there's one for $60 that literally has everything that Mortal Kombat 11 has to offer. Wait, but it's, it sounds like in the description that if you get the, the $40 aftermath, you also get the combat pack as well. Is that Let correct? Uh, Cause that wouldn't be nearly as, as egregious if that was the case. 
Let me see here. I'm going to try and find prices for, for this shit. Pre-order Mortal Kombat Aftermath expansion, $40. You get the story expansion, three new playable characters, skin packs released over time, uh, and that's it. That's $40. Mortal Kombat 11 Aftermath plus combat pack bundle for $50. If you already own the base game but didn't pick up Spawn, Terminator, Joker, Nightwolf, Shang, that's fifty dollars. Yo, I'm looking at this now <laughs> on PlayStation PSN forty nine ninety nine. <laughs> Mortal Kombat Aftermath will be available May twenty sixth. Purchase early and get the Eternal Aftermath features no all new cinematic story through new playable fighters Shiva, Fujin, and Robocop. Three new skins, combat packs, six playable characters featuring Shang Tsung, Nightwolf, Terminator T eight hundred, Sindel, the Joker, and Spawn. Six skin packs and seven exclusive skins. Fifty dollars, dude. Ain't if, even sixty, my nigga. If I was, if I was, <laughs> well, that, but that, but again, that's if you own the base game already. That's that, if that's you base game. No, this is the Mortal Kombat Eleven. Wait, are you serious? Yeah. Yes, I'm telling you, yo. I'm looking at it right oh, here. Oh, requires Mortal Kombat Eleven, right? Oh, that's right. Bullshit. Ew. <laughs> but I, if I would like, but again, if I if I was a, a guy like Micah who had already kicked out ninety dollars, and you and you're coming to me for an extra forty dollars for three characters and a story. Look, I get that story, especially in in games like this, are probably the most expensive thing to develop with all the cutscenes and everything that you have to do. But come on, forty dollars for this? Forty dollars, man. Forty dollars to me. Like it's oh, not so, so for ten extra dollars you get the get you get the goddamn game too. Yeah. Right. If you don't have anything, wow. If you don't have anything Mortal Kombat eleven related, you could pay sixty dollars and get it all. <laughs> yeah, come on, man. Oh, listen, look, at, at, yo, at, at a minimum fuck, yo. At a minimum, that story the story that's in this game better be as long as the main campaign is in the original Mortal Kombat game. Well, I will watch it on YouTube and find out because <laughs> that's ridiculous. Twenty dollars wow. is fine for people that have already purchased this thing. Twenty five, okay, but nah, yo, forty dollars? No, not even because you paid like you paid like seventy, eighty dollars for the the game and the combat pack, right? To get the other six characters when it first came out. I'm just so and then another forty. You pay like hundred and ten dollars together with a nigga. When I could literally be like, boop, sixty. Everything. And here's everything. Right. Or <laughs> wait. Or wait two months and get it for forty. Probably. Right. <laughs> so I got Mortal Kombat XL that had everything a couple years ago for like ten dollars. Yeah. So that's. <laughs> I, I did not know the price wow. on that. Wow. I, that's wild to me. That is fucking that's a, wild. That's to offensive. Me. Yeah. So. I'd be pissed. And, and in yeah. a game where they have premium paid for currency that you can get, correct? I'd be like, super pissed. Right. Like, Yo. <laughs> crazy. Uh. Um, we're going to talk a little bit more about Xbox later, um, but I had to kind of split this story out. So they, they've talked about smart delivery as one of the new features uh, that the new Xbox is going to have, where basically if you buy a game on the, th- on the Xbox One, um, and then you eventually get an Xbox One X. Uh, that game, like, we'll download a patch basically that'll give you the X version of the game. Essentially, it'll give you all the features uh, of the Series X rather. Um, later on, PlayStation's going to do a similar thing um, with their games as well. It's it's an easy, frictionless 
way way to do it makes sense. Microsoft's already done it with the difference between the regular Xbox One and then games that have enhancements for the One X, where again it's just a content download that you have to get to get the extra stuff, and that's a smart way to do it. Well, EA has never found a good idea that they couldn't completely fuck up. So most of the pub- most publishers are are subscribed to like the smart delivery program, or at least ones that have said anything about it so far. Where they're going to do the the easy upgrade. Uh, two you know notable games that said they're going to do it are Cyberpunk and Assass- the new right. Assassin's Creed. Makes sense. Not everyone's going to get a One X or Series X. Rather, I, that's going to fuck me up. By the way, forever. No one's going <laughs> to get a Series X on day, or not as everyone's going to get a Series X on day one. So you want to be sure that if you buy one of those games, that later on you'll be able to play the best version of it without having to rebuy the game again. Very logical. Very sensible. So the way that EA is doing it. And and they're they just announced this for Madden 21, but I'm assuming that it's going to probably bleed into all of the other games as well. Uh, is that in order to get the the upgrade uh, for Madden 21, if you have an Xbox One and then you buy a Series X later on, and this is important because Madden 21 is coming out before the Series X comes out. Just FYI, uh, you can do it, but you have to purchase Madden 21 by December 31st. 2020, and then you have to redeem an upgrade by March 31st, 2021. So if for some reason you come late to the Madden party and you buy the game on sale when you know when you still have an Xbox One in like January or February of next year, and then like for your birthday, your mom gives you a Series X in July or August, and you're still playing Madden before the next one comes out, and you want to upgrade, tough shit. You bought the the Xbox One version, and you're stuck with that version until the new one comes out, and then you can buy that instead. Wow. And are they going to do the same thing with the new version? Like, what the fuck? Well, what do you mean with the new version? Well, you said Madden 2021 is going to be coming out, and you have to buy it before December 31st, and then you have to redeem it before whatever the fuck to get the Xbox, the Xbox Sex version. Yeah. Um, is that how they're going to go do it from now on? Well, I mean, there, there's no or in, EA. There's no impetus to worry about that for now because you know, Madden 22 will come out on day and date for the Series X. So if you want the Series X version. You could buy it. No, but I mean, other games are going to be coming out next year, and it's going to have the, the same smart delivery. Not everyone, like again, not everyone's going to have the new systems. Oh, I see what you're saying. Who the fuck right. knows, Terrence? Who the what fuck, the fuck knows kind of what, nonsense what, is what, that? What they're going to do as far as that goes? No, next Yo, year, geez. next year, next year, they'll probably Christ. just be like, "Hey, here's the Xbox One version. Here's the Series X version. Buy the one you want, and if and if you get a Series X later, you can give us another sixty dollars." Thanks. Have a great day. And and to be to be fair, this is the first generation that we've had where this 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 situation has presented itself. Like when you went from a 360 to an Xbox One, if you bought those games before when they came out on 360, and then you got an Xbox One, you were buying them all again. Like that's yeah. that's something that happened. Yeah. But when everyone else is doing the smart delivery thing. Why the fuck are you gonna be like this? Why you gotta be the like, fucking you... problem child? Right. You know? Like why <laughs> <laughs> like, for real? That don't make no goddamn sense. That's wild to me. Like one of the most successful goddamn developers or publishers. And then you gotta you know, corporations are just the worst. You know? <laughs> like they really are like, yo, just come on. Like man. Activision's not even gonna do this shit for Call of Duty, man. Like like they're probably just gonna be like, nah, they're you like, buy it once, Call you of get Duty, it we once. saw fucking three hundred million dollars yeah. a day every uh, in the same in the first day every year, whatever. 
don't give a fuck what's the, like Microsoft. You can when you buy a game for on a, like the Xbox, don't you get it on everything, even the PC? Yeah, uh, pretty much you do get a PC version. Yeah, right. Well, of their of their games, it's not necessarily oh, of their games. games. You have to, games. yeah, of their games, and you have to play it through their launcher and all. Right. That. But yeah, you you get it. But whatever, you get it. Right. <laughs> That's crazy, man. They like always said, gotta be the fucking hard headed ass right. niggas. I swear, <laughs> like, like, like annoying. We, you know? we have we have a new system in place that may is making things easy. And EA again, they just got it. They just gotta be EA. Just don't <laughs> just don't be that way. Seriously. <laughs> and and again, it, it's not it's not only gonna be sports games. Like if Battlefield comes out before the Series X releases, the same shit's gonna happen. Well, no, actually, that's not due till next year. I don't think. Then um, they closed. They shut down the service of Battlefield Five, didn't they? Did they? Yeah. Really? I think their show completely shut down. Why? That shit just came I, out like, I'm, like a year I'm, and a half ago. I might be tripping. I think you are. Are you sure you're not talking about Battlefield 3? No. Because <laughs> <laughs> why would they have I'm, shut down the servers for 5? That doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, I the um, huh. Maybe they didn't. I would find that really hard to believe if they did. Because like I said, they, that game literally came out 2018, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was 2018. Because yeah. that, that bombed the same year that, uh, well, bomb, bombed relatively to what their expectations were uh, when Fall 76 came out. So it's the only reason I remember, because those things were cluttering up the, the fucking drawers at GameStop. Because, of course, we ordered copies like that thing was going to be a huge fucking success. And uh, it was not, or at least not in retail. It wasn't. <laughs> um, so TGS uh, is the latest show to announce that they are forced to cancel uh, their their convention because of COVID-19. Uh, they do plan on doing an online event that's going to be happening um, sometime. They haven't given details on that yet. Uh, they said it, uh, later this month they will have more uh, things to know. Um, obviously, this is a big deal, just as big a deal as E3 and, and Gamescom as well. Um, a shade under uh, 300,000 people attended the event in 2018, um, which is a fucking lot. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what they put together here, but this shouldn't be surprising to anyone that's been paying attention uh, to world events that have been going on lately. Uh, Ubisoft is doing a digital event as well. Um, they now notably, I don't think this is part of the, the Jeff Keighley fest that's going on. I think they're one of the few publishers, uh, that have held out from being involved with this. Uh, but they're going to be doing a quote E3 style digital showcase, uh, that's happening on the 12th of July. Uh, I'm sure of all the different digital showcases that all these companies are going to be doing, uh, Ubisoft will be the most lame, uh, one would assume, just <laughs> given uh, given regular history. Um, but things to look out for, obviously, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, Watch Dogs Legion, which we've heard fucking nothing about since they delayed that. Yeah, game. Oh, I forgot about that game. Yeah. Um, Rainbow Six Quarantine uh, and Gods and Monsters, and then Skull and Bones, which was supposed to come out, I feel like, forever ago as well. It's just been delayed into infinity. So, uh Excited for uh, the Ubisoft live stream spectacular? I'm never excited for their presentations. (laughs) I just want to play Assassin's Creed and Watch Dogs. Like, that's it. Um, Everything they do just feels like... It it feels like foreigners trying desperately to assimilate 
but they just can't <laughs> like, and they're trying to relate, you know, like, Hey everybody. Hey there, American Joe, we got superstar legendary actor, Joel McHale to come and present <laughs> things to you. And I think Joel McHale's funny. Hey, Tom Cruise. The fuck out yeah. of here. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we're blowing out the red carpet for Joel McHale. Um, but uh, yeah, I just want to see what what Assassin's Creed. I'm going to see what Assassin's Creed Valhalla actually looks like. <laughs> more more uh, of that later. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, just any information on Watch Dogs is uh, is what I'm looking for. Yeah, that game was supposed to come out a month and a half ago. Almost yeah, two I remember months ago. pre-ordering it, and and then they were like, "Yeah, we don't know when this is coming out, so here's your <laughs> money back." They didn't give me an option to just keep it. Like, nah, yo, nah, we don't know <laughs> if it's even coming out, so you just take your money back. Crazy wild. Um, finally, in in the news, um, big announcement today that has quite a few people excited. Uh, Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two are coming out in a remaster. On September 4th, the PS4, PC, and Xbox One. Um, it's being done by Vicarious Visions, uh, who did the Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy, um, which came out really well. It was very critically acclaimed by a lot of folks. And apparently, um, only a small handful of songs uh, from the original soundtrack of the game uh, did not make it into the mix here. I know that that, crucially, was very important to a lot of people. Because uh, the soundtracks for the, especially the early Tony Hawk games, are much beloved by a lot of folks. Um, there's going to be local split screen. There's going to be online multiplayer. Um, it's still going to have the Creative Park and the Creative Skater modes that the original game had. They said the Creative Park mode is going to be much more uh, updated for modern times. Um, you'll be able to share your parks online with your friends. Um, all in all, from the press release at least, it seems like something that's going to be. Uh, very exciting for fans of those old Tony Hawk games uh, that came out on the PS1. Um, I did not play Tony Hawk at all. Uh, skateboarding. Oh, God, no. Skateboarding was not at all my thing uh, growing up. And so I had no compulsion to play those games as well. Um, but I know that th- that these games in particular are, are much loved by a, a very large sect of folks um, who played during this time. Yeah, both of them. Um, did they do this already? Not I. They might have done like like a. They did like an HD upgrade up up uh, like an upres like four years ago, didn't they? (laughs) I swear to God, that's not what this is. This 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 is like like a complete remake. This looks dope. Um, look, I don't know. I'm excited. Twenty some years old. Um, I just want to feel. I want to see how it plays. Yeah, if it plays like the original, then that that then that's fine. Because yeah, they started doing some them. wild shit once they once they started getting later on in the games. I'm like, yo, this is not fun. <laughs> I don't want them to muck it up, right? Like, I don't want it to be too easy, but I don't want it to be like uber hard either. Like, there's a like there's a there's a balance that that needs to happen with this game. And but I remember really enjoying it. Like, um, it's well, all it's basic, all. yeah. It's basically it's basically SSX tricky. Yeah. Right, Brad. Like it's mm-hmm. it's you know if you need a point of reference, it's all about nailing uh, tricks and combos and shit. That's why the skaters could, you know, 
fucking when you're when you when you i don't know what the skater terminology is ollie off a ramp or whatever <laughs> uh, they, they, they go they go like 40 feet in the air because you gotta you know and it's all about just chaining chaining tricks together this was before ssx yeah this was so before SSX, ssx pretty much they got the this. idea from this yeah <laughs> but they're fun games like if you like you didn't I didn't skate either, but I just like the games. Yeah, I don't know who the fuck. fuck. Right. One, of, one of the questions in the post office is, who was your favorite skater? Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who these people are. I just remember Spider-Man was in Tony Hawk 2, and I loved playing as Spider-Man because you could flip the you could flip the skateboard, and then he would use and he would, you, yeah. <laughs> <pull> back. <laughs> Spider-Man. That's who I want to play as. And I'm going to be very upset if Spider-Man, the, the professional skater that he is, <laughs> is not in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2. I'm going to be real mad. Well, again, the, the most recent things that Vicarious Visions did was the Crash Insane Trilogy and the Crash uh, Team Racing remake that came out last year. Um, both of those were very well received. Like People that were fans of those games um, – like raved about how good the ports are for them. I know none of us particularly care for Crash Bandicoot all that much, but there's a lot of folks that do. Um, and they said the, you know, the ports were excellent. I've only played uh, I've only played one Crash Bandicoot game, and that was the mini game in Uncharted Four. <laughs> that was my first and only time playing a Crash Bandicoot game. Of note to you guys, uh, Vicarious Visions also uh, a lifetime ago uh, developed Marvel Ultimate Alliance Two as well. Oh, I, rec- I, I know I recognize that fucking um, yeah. that company name. name. Yeah. Wait, two? Yeah, boom. No. <laughs> I don't like two. Yeah, just two. Stinks. Two. Yeah, they it just kind of it was stripped down. Yeah, it stinks. <laughs> I mean, the, these guys have been the port company for pretty much their their entire existence. Like their whole existence, with the exception of a few games here and there, had been porting games uh, to other consoles. Essentially, um, so we'll see uh, what they can put together here. Terrence, you are one hundred percent correct. In two thousand twelve, Tony Hawk Pro Skater HD was released. Right. So they just just redoing it. Well, not they're just remaking it. It looks way better now, but like, oh, yeah. okay, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to see Spider Man in all of his four K <laughs> glory. Maybe that'll uh, be a PlayStation exclusive content. For, for oh, what, if what, if, what if it's the PS4 Spider-Man? <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'd be with that. I'd be down with that. Um, uh, look, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases because when you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases, every purchase that you make uh, will give us a little bit of a finder's fee. You don't pay anything extra. Let's go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon right now to see what my most recent order was. <laughs> ah, so when you go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon, you can get yourself a VTech child's uh toy cell phone because uh you have a a wife that uh constantly gives her phone to your uh one year old 
And when your one-year-old tries to grab your phone, he pitches a fit because as the responsible parent, we're not going to give him your $1,000 iPhone. So you can get a VTech touch and swipe baby phone in orange. And it makes all the beeps and boops. And, 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 and the kid can, you know, do whatever kids do with things that go beep and boop. Uh, I'm not judging. I play video games. All they do is go beep and boop. Uh, but yes, go to www.densepixels.com slash Amazon for all of your Amazon purchases. So uh, Microsoft had a had a stream that they did last week. And this is essentially kind of their E3 presentation that we would have seen had E3 been a thing that was happening this year. So That's a shame. It, it, there was a lot of expectations coming into this because this is kind of our first insight as what this is going to look like um, when other companies are doing it, especially in this fucking the world of Zoom or Microsoft Teams as it was for this specific uh, live stream, of course. Um, they promised gameplay for Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, whoever promised that doesn't know what the phrase gameplay means. Uh, they should be they, fired. Because <laughs> they certainly did not show gameplay. They showed a trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla that was running in-game, but it was not gameplay. Um, here, that, 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 I think, was the thing that disappointed me the most with this whole segment, is that they just ran a shitload of trailers. Like, we didn't get to see any demos. We didn't get to see... You know, any actual gameplay of most of these games. Some of, I mean, I guess we did like uh, Bright Memory Infinite, which was a new game that they announced, which is an upgrade um, of a PC game that's kind of like a gun version of Ninja Gaiden or Devil May Cry. So that, 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 they actually showed like gameplay, but not like a live demo. Like, that's maybe about one person, by the way. Which I, which blows my mind. That should this, this game, Bright Memory, Bright Memory Infinite? Infinite. Yeah. Yo, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, like everything else was just a fucking was just a fucking trailer. They announced a lot of new stuff. Um, I'll run through the list. Uh, there's a game called Call of the Sea, uh, which is a first person a puzzle sure. game. I mean, no, no, <laughs> no. As, oppo- as opposed to as opposed to you know some guy trying to be hip in a in a sport jacket and jeans coming in there and talking about how good you're like, you don't want that guy. You I don't want that either. I want to see what the game looks like. Right. But, but we more than more often than not get a bunch of trailers, right? Because nothing's re- ever ready at E3. Right. Yeah, don't so, come. I didn't, <laughs> so I, didn't, I, I didn't get a chance to see all of these. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'll probably go back and watch them. Don't bother. Ain't nothing to see. Like seriously, there's nothing to see. I mean, he's he's right. Like like there's a game called Chorus that came out, which just gives a it very just looked like overview. a fucking like, tool video, right? In space. Oh no, that was <laughs> like Terrence, that, that was that was Scorn. Actually, you're thinking. Oh Scorn right, I'm sorry. Whatever. Like Scorn, Chorus, video. whatever. Um, there's Scarlet Nexus. Uh, I don't even know. Japanese, I don't remember that one. Uh, it was that Japanese looking game that they showed. Oh, um, the anime one. Yeah, right. uh, Mike, Dirt Five. There's a trailer for you. Could be excited about Dirt Five. Driving around in the dirt. In dirt. Yeah. Uh Madden 21 didn't even really bother showing Madden 21. They showed like <laughs> they showed like a retrospective of the Madden series up until oh, this damn. point. And then they had yeah, Patrick Mahomes. Poor, yeah. Right. They had Patrick Mahomes like, hey, Madden 21's coming out, guys. 
And we said, Patrick hey, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes you're not they, even the cover they, athlete this year. Right. They cool. don't even have the cover athlete this year? <laughs> Come on, man. So there's uh, there's second extinction, uh, which is – I don't remember that one. Uh, the fake Turok is what I refer to that game yeah. as, with the dinosaurs uh, <laughs> that, you have to, gross. that you have to fight. Uh, the here, Here's the biggest issue, I think. Um, there's a new Yakuza game coming out, Micah, but I'm sure that's also coming to PS4 as well. Like that, it's already out in Japan. Yeah, is that the uh, tower defense game or whatever it is? is it? No, it's, it's the one. It's like, it's, a it's like a. It's like an R, It's like the RB, RPG one where you have a bunch of teammates. Yeah, I've seen this one. Yeah, I've seen this yeah. one before because yeah. it's it's very different from every every other Yakuza game. So um, here's here's my issue. Um, I watched this event, and aside from the medium, which is like a psychological horror game that they announced that's coming out. That was the only game that they showed that you could really see like the next genness kind of cutting through. Everything else just looked like an Xbox one game pretty much. Well, again, to be fair, right? Like isn't, isn't that what happens with every, you know, during the during the the prisoner exchange that is the new console generation, <laughs> right? Like, like you, you kind of you kind of just get like upresed version. You, you get upresed versions of games from the current generation, and then you get games that you know they were being developed on like dev kits that are. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't agree with that because, like, even leading into the PS4 generation from PS3, I remember. So, like one of the one of the first PS4 games that I remember seeing that they announced that they showed off um, early on. Remember when they first showed off Inf- Inf- Infamous Second Son, and like how much more impressive that looked compared to the original Infamous. And it's because you have a direct point of reference, so that's going to be helpful with sequels and stuff like that. But the problem is is that a lot of the upgrades that are made with this generation of games is under the hood stuff. It's processing. It's like in-game textures. It's how lighting works. That doesn't necessarily translate in an easily digestible manner to being, especially for lay folks, like like for us, we might be able to notice it just because we are immersed in this shit all the time. But for people like casual gamers, they're gonna see these and be like, "This this looks like it looks like on my Xbox One. Like, why do I need this new system?" I think you've been out of the game for a little too long, and I say that as a person that's been out of the out of the game for a while. Do you? remember the the customers that oh, you no. used to get that's a little hard yo oh no I, you're still <laughs> always gonna have the, you're still always gonna have those people but I, what i'm saying is that the the differences are not as immediately noticed um with this generation or at least with this first stock of stuff that we've seen coming out so far i mean you look at something and, and not xbox related but you look at ghost of shishima that's a ps4 game, looks game. that looks like a next gen game by itself but it's coming out on ps4 <laughs> Like Last of Us Two, for for whatever you want to say about it, looks like looks a really next gen good. game already. Like like that game already exists on the current. Yeah, like the they're current squeezing hardware. all of the power that that PS4 Pro has, <laughs> and at the end of its life cycle. Um, yeah, what all of the shit that I saw, I was like, yo, this does nothing for me. 
<laughs> it does happen. First of all, again, they're trailers. So strike one, like automatically, like fuck off. I don't want to see trailers. I want to see what the game looks like. Um, but the thing is, like this new generation is they're essentially like high end PCs. In some ways, yeah. Right. So they, they're going to be able to. I mean, how much better are they going to look than like a three thousand dollar PC rig? Oh, the pro- four thousand. I mean, I mean the, and the, the the ironic thing about that is not the ironic thing, but the, the, the PC will always still look better. Right, right? It, well, and that's the thing. Well, PC master race, right. or whatever. Well, because you can push but, frame rates and all all kinds of other stuff. Yeah, you can uncap the shit to like a hundred and forty four frames per second. Like, right. I can't even. All right, <laughs> calm down. I don't know how to, my brain doesn't know how to process that. Like you know? at at sixty, it looks amazing. Like uh, God of War running at sixty frames per second looks crazy to me. Um, but yeah, I, look, I, I need to see what the game actually looks like. And I don't think, um, you know, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla is going to look that much better than, um, than Odyssey. Odyssey. I don't. It's probably going to be like the world, like you said, Brett, the world is probably going to be hyper detailed, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. But I can't imagine that the actual like character models and like, because it's, the actual world is going to look incredible but at the same time like now what it looks like because <laughs> it didn't fucking show anything <laughs> now if they can get it to run at like a rock solid 60 with all that's going on which you said under the hood shit like if they can keep it out of 60 frames per second in a giant world then yeah that's awesome i just like, that's kind of like the most important shit I've read a headline saying that you know 60 frames per second won't be mandated but but the Series X can process up to 120 frames a second. Yeah. So I don't, like, I don't know what that means, but well, I know what it means. But I I, I can't imagine like if you can see anything like that anytime. Soon. If you can go to 120, like your 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 fucking basement needs to be 60. Yeah. Like, like come on, yo. Like, yeah, you got you, you you at this point, yo, you I have to you have to shoot for sixty for every game. Man. I don't I don't think that you need to mandate that for like indie developers and stuff like that. I think you should for major development studios. I think that's well here's fair. the thing. A lot of indie games, like those games the like the um with the the like I guess the cartoon art style that a lot of indie games have, they run at sixty. Right, because there's not the really because there's not a lot to process. Right. So yeah, I mean, nah, yo, sixty. They're not. They're not going to mandate it, but like, no, no, we're in a new generation, and the goddamn systems can handle it. Sixty. God, God, like somebody see. patched. Um, what is that game called? Bloodborne. I was watching a YouTube video, Digital Foundry. Mm-hmm. Some guy he patched. Uh, he uncapped the, the Bloodborne, and it, it it ran at 720, 60 frames per second. It looks ten times better. Hmm. Bloodborne runs at thirty. Normally, mm-hmm. but he uncapped it to run at 60 and you should check it out. It looks really fucking good. <laughs> it just looks really good. And it's not even 1080, but it's running at 60. Um, it's a big difference. As far as the presentation goes, I mean, they basically just it was trailer after trailer. I get that we're all doing the fucking Zoom thing right now. I get we're all doing. I mean, we do this shit every week, so we, we can say we say what we want to about this. I get that we're all at our homes and doing all this stuff. Clean up your backgrounds, guys. You you work for fucking and and here's the other thing too. <laughs> I can't remember where I heard. I, I, I'm I'm ripping this off from somebody, and I can't remember who. And I'm sorry to not be able to give credit. 
Microsoft is worth like a trillion dollars. Can you not get your people some decent audio to record on? Buy them a fucking Yeti, man. Like, why the fuck are they using these shitty, like, desktop headset microphones for your flagship presentation for your next generation game console? It sounds like shit. Like, yeah, when we have better equipment than Microsoft does to record, that's a goddamn shame. <laughs> right. Jesus like, come Christ. on, yo. <laughs> you could have sent them that shit. God damn. Jay cares more about his product than fucking Microsoft cares <laughs> right. about this. Get Lason, get get your get your people a fucking a decent microphone, a decent camera, and a green screen. And make it look good. Like you don't have to be just because you're stuck at home doesn't mean you have to look like you're some fucking mom and pop company that doesn't you got money. You got money to burn. Want people to buy your next gen console and it's looking like fucking garbage. Get the fuck out of here. Don't record this shit in your <laughs> in your bedroom. What are you doing? I don't need to see your laundry hamper in the background. Fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. Well, one guy had a background. He had like an Xbox as his refrigerator or some shit like that, right? <laughs> I don't even know. Who cares? Doesn't matter. Like, like, well, like when your main dude is like sitting at his desk doing the doing the guy who's like, I don't usually have to do teleconferencing, so like my laptop is at a fucked up angle and I'm just using the webcam that's built in and I'm kind of hovering over the computer and I'm way too close to the lens and all <laughs> like that's, that's your main like VP. Like that's your main dude. He's the first guy you see. He sounds like shit. Come on. You're better than that. Microsoft. I mean, fuck. Yeah, we would like to think so. Fuck's but, sake. You know. Sony put Mark Cerny in front of a, in front of a fake crowd in front of like a mystery science theater, 3000 <laughs> audience. When he's doing his fucking PlayStation presentation, they care. Damn it! Oh shit! What are you doing? Um, it was very underwhelming. It was incredibly underwhelming, and <laughs> and, like, and, wow. and they heard about it. That like all, all I heard people on Twitter talking about in in the game in games Twitter was how amazingly disappointing that presentation was. Um, the the biggest reason of which is because they talked about showing gameplay, yeah, gameplay. and they didn't. So, uh, Aaron Greenberg, he's the Xbox games marketing general manager. He's the guy that I uh, talked about. It was the first dude you see in the live stream that needs to upgrade his setup. Um, and he said, he said that quote, Microsoft set some wrong expectations about what will be shown and said, quote, that's on us. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the fuck? Yeah. You said you were going to show gameplay of a game and you didn't, you lied. You pretty much did. You fucking lied. Like, it's, like, that's I mean, all it's, it's, like you gotta own uh, that shit. Yeah. And like <laughs> from what I'm even looking at here, like it's not even like the fake like gameplay, like, right. like it's Kill like Zone or, or that first watchdogs. <laughs> like, oh yes, yes, this is gameplay. Yeah, yeah. No, no, yo. It's, it's like it's, vistas. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this all it is. like, what the right. fuck? All right, fine. Like I didn't watch it live. I watched it. I didn't really hear anything about it. I watched it. I was like, I just knew that they said they were going to show gameplay. So I turned it on, watched it on YouTube. And I was like, this is the same shit I've seen for the last 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? Like Uh, nothing, nothing is, I'm not interested in anything that you just showed me on Twitter. And y'all are getting on my fucking nerves On Twitter, he said, had we not said anything and just shown May inside Xbox show like we did last month, I suspect reactions 
might have been different. Yeah, you think? You can't fucking <laughs> scream from the top of the mountains that you're going to have all this cool shit and then not deliver any of it and expect like, here's to get a, fucking blowback. What the fuck? Like, they said that they're going to show gameplay. So they showed that trailer and then they were like, go to such and such for additional footage of this game. The additional footage was the first trailer. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yo, y'all niggas are wild. <laughs> for real? Are you serious right now? Cool. All right. So, yeah, they fucked all the way up. So they have another event in July. Hopefully they can actually do real gameplay. see what a game looks one. like. Yeah, maybe. That'd be, that'd be really one, good. At least one. Just wow, to see. This, this Madden retrospective <laughs> is literally just a Madden retrospective. Like it's not- It is. <laughs> Yo, this is why do you even do this? This is a waste of fucking time. No clue. It Absolutely really was. No clue. So we move on to the Dense Pixel Post Office where you can ask us your questions and uh we will answer them on the show. Uh Michael says, Would Micah ever do a Dense Pixels YouTube show called Ghost Shit where he plays the scariest of horror games? Um I would, but it would have to one be a genuinely like scary game, and I don't know if you're gonna get the reactions that you think you're going to get. It's basically gonna be me going, "Oh shit!" like that, <laughs> right? Because it's not. I'm not gonna do that. You know, when Five Nights at Freddy's had its 15 minutes of fame, everyone uh, couldn't wait to get on the internet and act like an idiot like i don't i don't like that shit like that shit is fake like you're you're gonna get genuine reactions from me and and they might they're not gonna be like wacky and shit you know what i mean like you'll 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 get me like getting hit with jump scares and then i'll be like all right you know what i'm too stressed out i can't fucking play this game stream over (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna it's only gonna be like 20 minutes so maybe that'll be the stream is, is how like how long will mike be able to hang in before he's forced to, <laughs> before he's bounced to eject from the stream plays your bets uh john says so with her husband being yeeted off of wwe headquarters does that mean zelina vega is now single um also oscar's reaction to becky's pregnancy announcement was the most genuine and heartwarming reactions I've ever seen in pro wrestling. So for those not aware, um, Money in the Bank happened this past weekend. Uh, of course, the we talked about the Money in the Bank match happening uh, up WWE headquarters to the roof of WWE headquarters, um, which was entertaining. Like, it wasn't nearly as good as, like, the Boneyard match and the, fu- and the Funhouse match were um, in terms of how it was laid out. But it was still really fun um, yeah. in, in its own way, for sure. They, they did a good job. Um, of course, not one but two people got thrown off the roof. Um, yeah, I think they could have did a better job with that. Like we know, is wrestling like, like give it, like get ridiculous with it, right? Like show them doing a hip toss over off the building, and then cut to a, a shot of the building and just a a very obvious dummy just falling down, right? Like I think I think you could have even cares? just you could have even just dubbed in like a Wilhelm scream and just, yeah, <laughs> just exactly, that exactly. <laughs> just really played yeah. up. Um, yeah, I mean, they, that didn't even last a day. I mean, they they literally had Ray Mysterio come on the next thing. Like, oh, good <laughs> thing there was a secondary roof there. Otherwise, that might have really been trouble for us. <laughs> Me and Alistair Black. Um, the be- the be- So I don't know if you guys watched Raw or heard the news. Um, Becky Lynch is going away uh, for a while because she's pregnant. Um, 
which is cool. They had they had this neat thing where she came out, talked to the fans. She had the Money in the Bank briefcase with her, which Asuka won. For some reason, um, Asuka came out and she's like, oh, you didn't know that you were you, – you thought you were fighting for the Money in the Bank briefcase, but you were actually fighting for what's inside. You're the champion now. And like that, that's literally how they played that off. Um, but and, she, and like I said, she didn't tell people why she was doing it. Like she just said, hey, I'm going away for a while. And then she basically is like, oh, Asuka, you're going to be a warrior and I'm going to go be a mom. And I don't know if Asuka knew or not. I guess she would have had to because she would have known that she was going to be getting the championship. Um, she might, I mean, she, they might've told her you're going to get the championship, but not, but not why her, her reaction was really, was really cool though. Like, like, like she seemed genuinely shocked. Um, yeah. I like Oscar. She don't seem like that good of an actor. Right. (laughs) Um, but that's cool. And they, and they even kind of used it to, to do some cool shit with Seth Rollins last night as well. Um, he the father? He, well, yes, he is. So, but, but so Uh, like, they're not, I don't know. They're not talking about that aspect of it on air, but since everyone knows, like, like, like they're kind of playing it into some kind of story where he's like, because he lost uh, his championship match at Money in the Bank, and then because he got hit with this news, he was like in some weird like catatonic state last night, and then tried to like gouge Rey Mysterio's eye out of his body when he like <laughs> snapped when Rey Mysterio, like he literally they had a tag <laughs> match, and he literally spent like. The entire match is like standing on the apron, like with the thousand yard stare. And then Mysterio like got up in his corner and he just elbowed him. And then he just lost his fucking mind and like was shoving his eye against the corner of the ring steps and <laughs> shit, shit like that. Like it was fucking wild. It was fucking yeah, wild. So this is so, the, uh, that's the mentality you want to have as you bring a child. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, he's going to be a terrible father. Yeah. <laughs> Raven Steer kind of a, not a good look. The slightest bit of frustration. <laughs> right. You want to fucking gouge someone's eyes out. I've been headbutted so many goddamn times. <laughs> it's not even funny. Yeah. And it's just like, whatever, bro. I mean, Ray Mysterio caught him a dick. That seemed out of line. Like, 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 <laughs> like before that match, like he was backstage, just kind of, you know, in his own head, and Ray Mysterio, you know, congratulated him and he just kind of walked away. And Ray Mysterio's like, oh, you dick. Like he literally said that <laughs> shit on camera is hilarious. Um, but it's cool. I, I actually like what they're doing with Seth Rollins' this character right now. Um, he's he's kind of transitioning to like like this like delusional cult leader guy on Monday yeah. Night Raw, which has been a lot of fun. Um, oh, so he's got uh, he's got a lot of inspiration to draw from. <laughs> so uh, Cam says, uh, "Sure, we're going to cover." Tony Hawk Pro Skater 1 and 2, those games were a huge part of my childhood and soundtracks influenced my musical taste so much. What games, if any, can you link to your musical taste? I'm talking about needle drop video game soundtracks specifically, not games uh, games that have original scores in them. Oh, needle drops. So, ga- so games with licensed soundtracks, basically. Um, I don't listen to the, the type of music that I listen to is like 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 I will listen to the Street Fighter 3 all three versions of the Street Fighter 3 soundtrack like in my car right? <laughs> because like I really like it but those aren't considered needle drops I guess I don't even know what games had like licensed music honestly mostly sports games. outside of like sports <laughs> and, games and, and, and yeah and like GTA. Madden 9, Madden 2004 yeah, like so. Be uh, mine kind of works the other way around. Where since I don't really listen to the radio, like video games, weirdly enough, are kind of like my insight to today's music. 
And there are some games that really have soundtracks that I dig quite a bit. Um, Madden 03 in particular of all the Madden games really stood out for me. Um, I know MLB The Show 08 had a really good soundtrack that I liked a lot. Uh, FIFA 13 soundtrack is like insanely good. Um, that from the FIFA series is notably for me. And then like, of course, like anyone in GTA uh, in Vice City specifically, yeah. there's a couple radio stations that I kept it tuned to, um, all the time. Oh yeah. They're, they're <laughs> talk, you know what? <sighs> yeah. I'm just going to default to the San Andreas. Vice City of San Andreas. <laughs> yeah. I and did love the Vice City soundtrack though, but that's music that I fucking already knew. Right. And, and that I grew up honestly, listening to anyway, honestly, like I would listen to the talk radio stations in because <laughs> <laughs> they were funny. So like I already, like you said, I already know the music, right? Yeah. So I would just listen to the talk radio stations there. So Yeah. I think the thing is like, if it's a, like, I'm almost 40. So like all the music that was already in the game, I had already heard. Mm-hmm. And it, it didn't, it didn't introduce me to anything new. But I'm like, oh shit, that song that I know is on here. That's kind of dope. But like, aside from that, no. But yeah, the San Andreas and the Vice City soundtracks. Oh, Grand Tur- probably Grand Turismo Two also had a really good soundtrack. If I, I don't know what the fuck was on there. And um, Metro- well, those were original songs. Metropolis Street Racer mm-hmm. had a really good soundtrack. There was a bunch of songs on there that I like. I liked a lot on a Dreamcast. Uh, but those were so. I, I think I don't even know. I don't know, whatever. Chris says, uh, do you guys think with it how everyone has embraced Streets of Rage 4 uh, that will get a resurgence of beat-em-ups or is this a one-time thing? No. Um, every now and then you'll see a good beat-em-up, but it's not a genre that is popular enough that you're going to see like a deluge of them, I don't think. And and one of the reasons Streets of Rage 4 has been so successful is because A, it's really good, and B, there's a lot of folks that love the original games that were willing to give this a chance. Plus, you haven't seen those characters in however many years, mm-hmm. right? Like he says, twenty-seven. He says that people are pushing Capcom to do a final fight game, but yeah, Cody's in Street Street Fighter Five. The He's whole, the mayor. The whole goddamn cast of Final Wait, Fight Poison is in a Street Fighter game. Yeah, uh, a recent Street Fighter game. So, uh, I'm not saying I wouldn't. Uh, like that, right? Like I like Final Fight was my go-to beat 'em up, but um, but there was nothing unique about Final Fight. Yeah, yeah, it, it really was. That's the other thing. It's just a beat 'em up. It was just like one of the better ones because it was Capcom. Right. And then, uh, like yeah. the thing about Streets of Rage is like it kind of it, it improved on the, the beat 'em up, and it had the the amazing soundtrack. Right. Whereas that they Final have. Fight's improvement was Final Fight Streetwise, which that shit is that game is gross. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, well, it's and, horrible. Well, and and again too, like you guys make a good point. In most of those games, most beat 'em ups, like the gameplay is not it's pretty fucking simple. Like there's not too many improvements that most games make on the gameplay in those games. The thing that we love about them is usually like the music and like the characters and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah. Streets of Race Four, like it's just I mean, they they added a combo system because, right. like, you have to. Like, because a beat 'em up is just you literally mashing two buttons for an hour and a half to two hours, right? Or, or you, you have to do it. like what Dragon or what uh, Dragon's Crown did and add like a whole RPG interface on. Right, that's the only way that you can keep that keep that fresh as well. 
Um, Steve, oh, Steve said he worded his question wrong last week. Um, he he said the question was, "What do you think was the most overhyped game of the generation?" Which we answered. I think he meant to say, based on his description here, what game do you think is the most overrated game of the generation? What game everyone else liked, but you're just like, this game was bullshit. This generation? Yeah. Um. It, but see, that's a tough one because typically if, if we don't like something, I'm not gonna we're not going to, we're not, we're, we're not, if it doesn't around. look interesting to me, I'm not going to fucking bother. Uh, I don't know. Did I play anything that I absolutely hated? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, let's see. I'm trying to find games. I played a lot of fucking games. Jesus Christ. Have, haven't we all? So <laughs> that's a yeah. tough question. Yeah, I don't. I don't. Um, I don't really see too many because, yeah, like you said, I'm not. I'm not going to buy a game that. Well, I'll buy a game that <laughs> I probably that you know it's a, I hope to like, mm-hmm. but not necessarily because. Other people say, "Oh, this is this is amazing." I mean, honestly, for for me, like, really, the answer to that question is probably Fortnite. But I also acknowledge that Fortnite is not a game that's really marketed towards me. And I tried I also, to play Fortnite like seven times, mm-hmm. and each time, like, "Oh, you should play." It. They change some stuff. I'm like, "But can I shoot at a person and instantly have a tower standing in front of me within thirty seconds?" Within 10 seconds. <laughs> yes. Then no, I'm not playing that shit because I, I, I'm not going to learn how to shoot and build at the same time. My brain can't handle it. Well, and the other thing about Fortnite is that it's, it's evolved into something more than just a mere game. Like it's almost like a social networking space at this point that just happens yeah. to also be a video game. Did, um, Metal Gear Solid five, was that, uh, rated highly? Because I did not like that game at all. Um, it was, it was um rated fine. People didn't hate it. <laughs> I think I think I, it was I think I it was critically it. acclaimed, but it wasn't I don't think it ever truly reached the zeitgeist. I hated it. And I don't know if it's because uh David Hayter was a snake. I don't know if it was because it was this weird, like open if these weird open I I I don't know. I Metal Gear Solid was not a Metal Gear game. Yeah, it so wasn't. M- MGS Five wasn't a Metal Gear game. Yeah, I, 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 I nah. I, like, I didn't hate that. I kind of liked it, but I never finished it because I just got bored. <laughs> to be honest with you, I, I stopped. Um, there, I remember one scene where you're trying to get out, and and there's like a fire all around you, and you're trying to get out of like some sort of house or something like that, and then it opens up to the desert or whatever, and that, that, that's it. I said, I don't even think I met quiet. Like, that's it. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I at least met her. And then I'm like, well, I don't give a fuck about what's happening in this game anymore. Right. Uh, where's solid? Like, he doesn't talk. Right. He don't talk. You got rid of David Hayter. You got fucking Jack Bauer. And he don't fucking talk. Yeah. Nah. MGS5 is my, uh, is my answer to that question. <laughs> I don't have an answer. That's fair. Like if it's something don't look fun, I'm just like I ain't. Mind. I'm not gonna bother. Uh, we go to Chris. Uh, Chris says now that a Mass Effect trilogy remaster has been announced, uh, what features or enhancements are on your wish list, and who plans to replay it? Now, it has not been announced. Uh, there was a rumor 
that was built based off of a speculative article from VentureBeat that said that – so EA said they have an HD remaster of a classic game in the works for this year. But they haven't specified what that is. People are just assuming that it's Mass Effect. So don't get that twisted. That it has not it been announced. Be Mass Effect now. Huh? It better be Mass Effect now. Well, yeah, after, after all this shit. Um, as far as features or enhancements, um, I, I've been on record by saying that I, I want the Uncharted uh, trilogy treatment where they retrofit the interface and controls and gameplay of Mass Effect 3 onto the other two games. Um, that's the only way that I'd want to play one again is if it actually played like a modern game and not like Mass Effect 1. I actually prefer the way Mass Effect 2 plays as opposed to Mass Effect 3. I see I liked I liked the hybrid like I I liked how 3 was pretty pretty much in between where 1 and 2 was. Like 2 definitely went way too hard to the action side of things, but 1 was way too immersed in in its in its bullshit. Basically. But that's the thing, yeah, I really I really liked all that stupid ass like like let's allocate points here and let's do that you know mm-hmm. i like if you're gonna do that like i would want that system from one but the feel of two or three like three kind of like you said did the hybrid thing but i don't think they went far enough with it mm-hmm. like that's part of the reason that i like that original game is because it's a real rpg and then two was just an action game and then three was an action RPG, right? Like the, I, I, I liked all that stuff in the first one. The only thing I really have a problem with in the first one is the, is the, the Mako sequences just cause they're tedious. Mm-hmm. But, um, I, I like the story of the first one. I, I, um, I like the multiplayer of three and I like the characters of two. And, um, yeah, God, just give me that game, man. <laughs> just, just give me that game. Like seriously, man. And give me a different male shepherd voice, please. I don't. I don't think that's gonna happen. Re-record all of my, uh, male shepherd's voice with my voice. His <laughs> <laughs> voice. I don't know why they thought that was a good idea. Yeah, no. Mark Meir must have uh, had pictures of somebody having sex with a donkey or something. <laughs> <laughs> that voice, that voice. That shit is not a video game voice. No. Not for a fucking, not for a main character. I can't imagine that voice coming out of Mark Meir's mouth, let alone, you know, this this model that they had a stand-in for, for <laughs> Commander Shepard, let alone a black man. Like, I made a black guy, and he sounds like this. The fuck! I don't want to play Space Clarence Thomas. Get the fuck out of here, yeah. <laughs> oh my god! God damn! Shit. Well, <laughs> Terrence, would you replay it if they if they do eventually come out with this? Um. Yeah, I like the trilogy. Like I was a trilogy. I like it. I didn't. I'm not like over the moon about it, but I actually played all three and enjoyed them quite a bit. I want to see an um, upgraded one because I really liked Mass Effect One. <laughs> Mass Effect One, man, like I really like Mass Effect One. People really do sleep on Mass Effect One because they don't like the way it played. But nah, man, like that game, the story is is one hundred percent rock solid, and 
and uh, I really like that game, man. I really do. We'll see. Third, third. They say third time's the charm. So let's let's <laughs> if, they, if they do come out the release. Hopefully, I can actually finish it this time. Um, Gustavo asks, "What game did you put the most hours in, but regret playing?" If I put a lot of hours into a game, I generally don't regret it because I I I will stop playing them. I'll, I'll say I'll say for me, Fallout Three. I put like a good solid ten hours into Fallout Three, and that was way more time than I needed to give that game to know that I didn't like it. <laughs> I kept trying. Yeah, my, everyone told me that it was great, so I'm like, surely something great must happen soon if I if, I, if I'm going to be playing this game. And after ten hours, like that's that's enough for me. Maybe Sekiro. Because I ain't never going to beat that motherfucking game. <laughs> Not unless they, like, patched it to make it a little easier. Because, again, I can beat hard games, but that one, for some reason, just irked my nerves. <laughs> like, I was like, yo, fuck you, yo. I can't. This is, no. No, fuck off. This is too goddamn hard. But then I see people just running through it. I'm like, mm, suck my dick. <laughs> like, for real. So, but then I put a lot of time into that game. Put, like, 15, 20 hours into it. Yeah, yeah no. I don't think I'm gonna beat that game. I want to, but I don't think so. So yeah, yeah. that's my choice. We'll uh, game. we'll wrap it up with Anthony, who said, and this is more for you guys because again, I didn't play it. Who was your go-to skater in Tony Hawk Pro Skater One and Two? Spider Man. <laughs> let me see, let me see a list because I don't know. Uh, uh, let's see. And the black dude, the Kareem Campbell. Um, yeah. No, Spider-Man. Well, that's the answer. You know? Spider-Man unlockable. Spider-Man skateboarding, you know? First of all, he's the only one that makes sense uh, doing kickflips and ollies and, and, and 720s 45 feet in the air and landing and not breaking every bone in his body. And, and second of all, it's Spider-Man, you know? Did they have like appreciably different stats in the game? That would like uh, they had how different you specials. Okay, yeah, like they had like special moves that you could pull off. Um, I think I used well the nigga Kareem Campbell, um, Bucky Lassick, and Tony Hawk. I think all the three that I use the most for some reason. I don't know why I pick Bucky Lassick all the time. I don't even know who the fuck he is. I think I just liked his special move. Who had the Air Christ move? <laughs> like, I don't remember who <laughs> like they would just take the skateboard and they would just like extend their arms out and then bring it back underneath them uh, I don't remember but yeah I know we used Tony Hawk and Kareem Campbell because black yeah because black I didn't know who these people were yeah I still don't know who the fuck they are <laughs> to this day fucking Bob, Bob Burnquist because he had a stupid name <laughs> Sound like a game show host, right? And and Kareem Campbell because black and Spider Man because <laughs> Spider Man. Like I, I played with Kareem, and and I think you had to create a character in order to unlock like Spider Man and stuff like that. That was the second one. I don't yeah, think you, you couldn't create a character in the first one, right? Uh, no, Not that I, don't I know. Think so I don't think so. There's a uh, there's a character that was in these first two games, or I guess it's a real person. Named Rune Glyphberg. That sounds like the name of a Final Fantasy party member that you never won your party at all. <laughs> it's not a real name. It's a fake name. Yeah. A fake 
uh, a fake fantasy Jewish name. <laughs> Rune Glyphberg. It's legit though. Danish. I tell you, I taped in a. There he is. He is. He is Danish. He's called the Danish Destroyer. Why the fuck is a skateboarder named the Danish Destroyer? That sounds. That sounds like a wrestler nickname. Get out of here, Rune Glyphberg. <laughs> so. That's it for the show this week. Thank you guys for your questions. Uh, don't forget to join the fan group, uh, densepixels.com slash fans on Facebook so that you too can submit questions for the post office every week. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts as well as the other TNP Studio shows. Uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, youtube.com slash densepixels. Uh, you can see Terrence playing more Power Rangers on his Twitch channel, Apparition 410. And you can check out Carrie playing as well on her Twitch channel, uh, Suppets Carrie. Uh, that is it. Thank you guys very much for watching and listening, and we will see you all the next time. See you. Peace.